We're back. I'm Drew McGarry. And I'm David Roth. And uh, coming in September 2020, a new site we have built together called... Defector. Defector, and we're going to have a new podcast to go with it. This very podcast, which has the name... The Distraction. It's out right now, and it's available everywhere else you get your podcast. At Stitcher, Spotify, Apple. Go listen right now to The Distraction everywhere. It's out right now. Go listen. See ya. Bye. Jackson, I'm on stage, bro. I cannot talk. To you. Yeah, I'm on stage. Yes. Stop laughing. I gotta. I gotta go, Jackson. Tell me, me. I said, what's up? All right. I love you. It's my life, guys. My baby. How you guys doing tonight? I can't believe I'm in Atlanta. You look good. All these beautiful black people. Hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm DeVal. And we're the Ellis's. You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys. And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy. Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow. <laughs> oh, and one more important thing to mention, we're married. Yes, sir, we mm-hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics. Things most folks don't want to talk about. Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Deadass is a term that we say every day. When we say deadass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. <laughs> we about to take pillow talk to a whole new level. Deadass starts now. Hey, yo, what's good, y'all? Back in February, before all the news about coronavirus broke, when we could still go outside and be around other people, we went down to Atlanta to do an episode of Deadass Live at the Variety Playhouse. We're hoping that this episode is a little bit of joy and escape in these uncertain times, especially because ATL, y'all were lit. Okay, this was our largest live audience ever, and the energy that I felt on stage was unmatched. We had DJ Executive come down from New York to get the crowd hyped before we got out, and it was on. Yeah, it was definitely our most exciting venue because Atlanta is like our home away from home, away from home. When we're not in L.A. or New York or Jamaica, Atlanta is definitely a place where we rest our heads and feel comfortable. So much love. We appreciate you guys. It was dope. But before we get into it, this is not our usual Deadass episode. We wanted to make sure the Deadass Live experience was unforgettable. So our friend Brian Jordan Jr. was there to MC, and we got you to play a game with us. We're calling it the newlywed game, but of course, it's the deadass edition. So we'll tell you more about that in a minute. But first, let's get into it. This is Deadass Live in Atlanta. So what's up, Atlanta? Oh my goodness. Y'all are like a dream come true. I I feel like at this this point in our lives, it's like... Born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Of course, y'all know we relocated. Yeah. Oh, there's Brooklyn here. Yeah. Brooklyn's in the house. All right. Brooklyn, yeah. Cousin Celia, hi. Oh my God, I got family here. That's crazy. So now we're in uh, LA now, but I feel like Atlanta is somewhere like we we're supposed to be eventually. Yes, it feels like home. It feels like home. Yes. I have this feeling like deep, deep down inside that at some point. It feels like home. I'm gonna end up here. Where's the best part of Atlanta to be, though? Decatur. Well, I heard, we're not here in Decatur. Where else? Don't. Oh, don't. Why would you ask that question? You know what? I'm gonna start a war? 
Yeah. Did I, where my cue card? I heard somebody in the back say, ain't nothing about no motherfucking Decatur. You ain't that. People, people get you, real Brian. territorial. My bad, I'm sorry. You Brian Jordan Jr., ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Maurice, they ain't stand up for you, no. They didn't stand up for you? So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, one of the most important times of Deadass Podcast, as you guys know, is story time, right? Ooh. And because of some, you said karaoke. You said karaoke. Who likes you like karaoke? karaoke? I hate karaoke. Like karaoke. I'm sorry. She don't like karaoke. I, I like karaoke. I was like, I don't know why. I couldn't hold a note if you put it in my hand. So I don't know why people always do that to me. But whatever. So you know, where where are all my couples at? How many couples we got in here? Woo! Couples. Okay. Okay. Representing. So who made this a date night and went ahead and bought tickets for the other one? That's, That's what's up. All That's right. what's up. That's what's up. Oh, they turn on the lights a little bit. Hey, everybody back there. What's up? Yeah. So, where are all the single people at? Yeah. Ah, so you hear the single people? All right. So, y'all are going to enjoy this story time because since you're single, you, you haven't experienced this yet. You see, I'm nervous right. about this story time because I actually wanted to tell story time today. No. But DeVal claimed that he had the story of all stories. So, I'm low-key nervous to see what you're no, about to expose. You don't, you, don't gotta be, you don't gotta be nervous. It's a great story, it's a great story. Okay. So, New Year's, well, Christmas time, we spent Christmas time with my parents. Everybody knew that, right? Yeah. Yes, so we spent two weeks trying to have quiet sex because <laughs> the kids was in one room, her parents was in the next room, yes. our kids were in the next room, her grandmother was underneath us. So, you know, we are in her, her brother's old bed, the bed is mad crickety, so... My brother you know, put some work in, apparently, in that bed. Where's my brother? Shout out to my brother. Where's, where's Tristan, Tristan at? Where's my family? There go Tristan, hey, there you go Tristan. Right. Shout out to Tristan. Right. Tristan put some work in the bed, the bed was mad loose. So I couldn't even get no work in, right? Every time I moved, it was like... <laughs> <laughs> so That's my song. I like I know. that. So we spent the whole two weeks having probably some of the most terrible sex we've had in a long time because we couldn't do what we wanted to do. So she was just like, baby, baby, don't worry, don't worry. When we get back, when we get back to LA, I got you, I got you. I, you that's me, how I sound whatever, it? That's how you sound, your hand be like this, and your hair, you be doing this with your hair. I do Even when she don't got her wig in, <laughs> her hair short, she still go like this. I got clippings today, my hair short, you know, but you know, go ahead, you get it. All so right, I'm like, I'm effect. like, and I was already pissed, and I'm like, you know what, I don't got no, she was like, do you have any requests? I'm like, I don't have no requests, because whatever I ask for, you don't give me anyway. <laughs> and she was just like, fine, I got you, trust me, I got you, right? So boom, I said, if I tell you what I want, I expect that when I get back. Right. Gentlemen, if she asks you what you want, and you tell her what you want, isn't it fair that you get what you ask for, correct? I know okay. where this is going. Okay. I know where this is going. So now we get back, right? It's Wednesday, right? Wednesday, we get back. I'm ready to go. I'm sitting there. I get out the shower, sit down on the bed, you know, because when I get down the shower, I'm sit on the bed. I'm ready for her to do her thing. What I said to her was, I wanted her to put on some heels. I wanted her to dress up like a, a schoolgirl, little dress, right? <laughs> Or librarian, or librarian, either one, or cheerleader, either right, one. True. And here's right. me on Amazon Prime, like, okay, cheerleader right. skirt, good prime, two days, got it. Okay. So I said all of this, right? 
and she had just did a photo shoot and she had this long, this long weave and she had all these contacts. So I was like, I wanna see all that on Wednesday. So now I sit down in the bed, I took my shower, I oil myself up because I wanna look good for her, you know what I'm saying? Because I I, if I'm asking her to put all this together, I gotta put myself together. So I did some push-ups, some crunches, got out the shower, I shimmy, air dried, air dried, you know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting here. Now, she turns the lights low. She put this blanket by the fireplace. I was setting the mood, right, ladies? Yeah, okay. She comes out of the bathroom and she has on a leotard. (laughs) So now, I'm sitting here looking at her like this. And she's doing some sort of what she thought was seductive Beyonce dance. She don't got the wig in. She don't got the contacts. So I'm just sitting there. Now she's trying to do her seductive thing. She's coming over and she's all doing this. She's all doing this. And you gotta give me a little more credit than that. Did y'all see what I just did when I walked out here? No. All right, so all right. stop. It was a little better than that, right? So now she's doing her rub up on me, right? And when she rub up on me, she likes to rub up on me, get to her, her special happy place. And when she feels that I am in my special happy place, she knows it's time to get busy. So now I got a point to prove because she didn't dress up the way that I asked her to dress up. So I'm mentally fighting my special happy place. So it's like, and I'm in my mind, I'm like, don't you, you better stay down. Space now is petty. Actually, tell, petty. tell them what you really call my bodysuit. I was getting there. Hold on. Oh, okay. I was getting there. Disrespect. Go so ahead, when me. she feels like it's not where she likes it, she turns around. She goes, "What's the problem?" <laughs> so I go, "Nothing," because I got to prove a point. So she's like, "No, Deval, I know there's something wrong." And I'm like, "Nah, forget it. I don't want to talk about it, but I really want to talk about it. But I want to ask another time." So then she says, God, just tell me. I said, fine. You asked me what I wanted. I told you what I wanted. You came out here wearing nothing that I asked you. And she was like, I turned the lights down. I put the fireplace on. I put the blanket on the floor. I said, I didn't ask for none of that. I asked for a schoolgirl suit, a librarian. You came in here in this dry ass leotard. When I said that. Dry ass. That was Savage Fenty. Okay, Rihanna be busting it down in that stuff. So okay? when I Dry said that, guitar. it struck a nerve. And she stormed off and said, you know what, I ain't got time for this bullshit. You call my leotard dry, I'm going to sleep. Now, I'm mad because I didn't really want her to stop. I just wanted to tell her how I felt and then I wanted to keep going. So now I'm like, how you gonna just get up off of me with the leotard on? We had plans. She was like, I'm going to sleep, Deval. So then she's like, what's the big problem? I said, Kadeem, most importantly, you ain't even have on no heels. I like the heels. So then she's like, the guy stop talking to me, I'm going to sleep. I said, fine, I don't want to talk about this anyway. So now I'm talking to myself, and she's talking to herself, calling me all sorts of, I don't know what she was calling me. So I walk into the bathroom, right? And when I walk into the bathroom, I see all the heels that I bought Kadeem. Y'all see how implies it is, right? All I see is red bottoms and all this other stuff. So I got mad. Perfectly lined up, color coordinated, all that. So I got mad. So what I did, I ran in there, butt naked, 
All the shoes, all the shoes, all the shoes. All of my shoes, y'all. The disrespect. Every single row, he's kicking shoes through the bathroom. All of it. I've never seen this man so violent with shoes before. Kicked all the shoes, and then she laughing, and I hear her say, you know, you stupid because your dick's still on medium. I'm like, Kadeem. It was, though. I'm like. I'm like, how mad are you that you're walking around here and you're still like. So now she's talking shit to me while I'm kicking the shoes around and I'm you're getting mad. You dumbass. Now you're gonna pick every last shoe up and color coordinate and put it back. That's what said, you're gonna do to that. And then I said, I'm not picking those shoes up. And then she's like, well, the shoes gonna be here till we move out because I'm not touching the shoes. I said, fine. Then I looked down and I had a gash on my foot because I kicked one of the shoes. There you go. So now. One of my spiky red bottoms. I don't know where none of the band-aids is in our house. So I'm walking around the house with a bloody foot I'm slamming drawers, slamming drawers, doing all sorts of stuff. And all I hear out of the room is, I bet you're looking for them damn band-aids, huh? I'm like, stop talking to me. Stop talking to me. Wrapped my foot in a towel, tried to go to sleep. Dick's still on medium. This whole time. Then so, what? Then we went to sleep. She ain't say nothing to me. I woke up first. And you know what the worst part of this whole story is, guys? I got OCD. So when I woke up, I saw all the shoes on. I was like, ah! Ah! And I wasn't touching not a one. So now I'm in here, I'm like, I'm like, is this like a hue? What hue of blue is this? It's blue, it's midnight. And she walked in there and she was just like, you know you're stupid, right? And I was like, you know you love me, right? And she was like, yeah. Then we had sex in the closet. single people, right, who look at people, for example, y'all look at us, and I hear these people say this all the time, oh, y'all are relationship goals. We have more nights like that, where we fight and argue and call each other names than we do the time that you see on Instagram of us just taking cute pictures with each other. Like, there are so many nights where we just spend trying to figure out what exactly each other wants. And the purpose of the story is... Just recently, people have been asking us, like, how does it feel to be relationship goals? And I kind of feel like it's a burden that I really don't want because we're so flawed as individuals. And I think that it's unfair for people to look at us and think that everything is perfect. So we just want y'all to know that we have the same exact issues everybody else in here has. For sure. Everybody. I'm pretty sure your husband or boyfriend has knocked all your shoes off with his dick in the medium. <laughs> pretty That's sure he has. Story. Yeah. You know, pretty sure your girl probably said that she was gonna do something, ain't do it. It happens. And when that happens, don't quit on each other. Don't quit on each other, man. Stick with each other. So our goal for tonight, since it's Valentine's Day week, mm. was to find the ideal couple. Okay. So today, y'all are going to be a part of the podcast. Y'all excited about that? So right here is where we asked for three couples to join us on stage. For this game, we needed a dating couple, an engaged couple, and a married couple. So let's get to know them a little bit. Look at these beautiful couples. Couple? I love it. Dating couple comes Guys, give them a round of applause. All three couples. All right. We have dating, 
engaged and married 33 years. All right, so how long have you guys been dating? Eight months. Eight months, all y'all fresh. Oh, we fresh nice. and new. So we're in that new, new phase. Everything's still good. How old are you guys? 25. 27. Okay. Oh, to be young again. I love it. What is the best and worst thing you bring to the relationship? Yes. And Janelle, I don't hold no purses, neither. Janelle got tricky on y'all. Um, best thing that I bring to the relationship is probably playing a date night. Playing a date Okay. So you're, you're spontaneous. <laughs> that was smooth, man. So that means that, that he's spontaneous. Smooth. Date night, planning, I love it. Young lady. What's the worst thing? Young lady. The best thing that I bring to the relationship is caring about his football players like they're my own. Oh, I love that. So she's a nurturer. Yes. I love that. And the worst thing? The worst thing? I am a one-word connoisseur. What does that mean? She will, she will tell me how she feels, and I will blatantly hit her with an okay. Oh. trying to die. <laughs> Young lady. All right. Mm. <laughs> uh, this is not good. I'm working on it. Okay. But when we are in an argument, I'm the first one to walk out the door. Wow. And you know what though? Transparency. You are honest. She knows. This is a judge-free zone. There we go. Thank you so much. Can we have our engaged couple up next, please? Come on up. Wearing her dead ass hat. That's one of my favorite pieces of merch. Who out here has dead ass merchandise on them? Alright. If not, go with make sure y'all get some. Right, Names, age, and how long you've been engaged? Been engaged for two years. <laughs> come on, y'all, come on now. We was engaged for two years too. It may sound like after. a problem, but that was one year too long, right? Long it may sound like an issue, but we want to we want to do it right. Absolutely, absolutely, more power to you. You do it your way. Yes. My name is Nash. I'll be 27 in April. He's 30. I'm 30. Nice. So also tell done. us, what's the best and worst thing you bring to a relationship? I'm like a dean. I'm a perfect. I'm a perfectionist, so I can pick out his flaws a little bit. Okay. You know what I mean? Like because I want to elevate him. I want him to be the best him that he can be. I can see him. You know. That's good. That's good. Can we clap that up. Yeah. She's gonna upgrade him. Upgrade him. And I'm very ambitious. So. Very ambitious. There you go. I love so it. what's the worst thing you bring to the relationship? I'm working on it. I'm, I'm working on it. Time. Time is one of the worst things she brings to the Thank you, Val. All right, here we go. Uh, brother, best thing you bring to the relationship? Pride myself on being a provider, bro. For sure. That's important. That's important. That. That's important. Building wealth, generational wealth, what's the worst thing? Probably the exact opposite of what they were doing. Though. I'm not very transparent. It's yeah. Communication is a problem. But 
I'm working on it. So you're working on it. I love that. We see a I trend here. Okay. With the man, we see a trend here. Thanks for the mic. Right Thanks for the mic back. Right. In 33 years, she got her purse back, but I love that. 33 she's years. Back. Come on down. All right. Intr introduce us to yourselves. Well, Duvall, this is my wife, Kelly, and All I'm right Clint now. <laughs> Yes! Okay, so here's where we ran into a little technical difficulty. We had a hiccup in our audio recording, and part of our married couple's intro and the first round of our game did not get recorded. So sorry about that. But shout out to Kelly and Clayton. They were our couple who was married the longest in the audience, and they came dancing down the aisle, married 33 years. They were really a whole lot of fun. All right, now, now that you've met our contestants, it's time for the newlywed game, Dead Ass Edition. Which one of these couples knows each other the best? Which one is the ideal couple? So here's what we did, folks. We gave each couple paddles that said him or her. And we had partners stand back to back so they could not see each other. Then they had to answer questions like, who takes up more space in the bed? Or who is more likely to cook for the entire family? Who is more likely to agree with Kadeen's mantra, budgets are made to be broken? That's one of my favorites. Whichever couple answers matched the most was our winner. Last one. Who is more likely to lose their keys or wallet? Three, two, one, boom. Uh-oh. Oh. So look. No, the round one is over. Round one is over. Everybody give a round of applause to our married couple. And would you believe it or not, our married couple was the first couple eliminated. I, I, I was shocked. I'm not going to lie. I was shocked. They came down. They had so much swag. They were very exciting to watch. And they were fun people. But they ain't know shit about each other. I was kind of like, damn, how y'all still married? But, you know, it is what it is. You know, you love is love. You know, you love how you got love. We down to the nitty gritty. So in round two, we were left with the engaged couple and the dating couple. We did a quick round of five questions. Be down to the nitty gritty. All right, y'all ready? Hold the paddles up to your chest, no cheating. If you turn the paddle down early, you I'm, get deducted a point. I'm the paddle police. Paddle police, y'all ready? What's good? Question number one. Who shot their shot first? Three, two, one. Let us see. Whoa. Nice. Okay. Okay. I know I bagged it out, right? Y'all okay. heard the story. I bagged him. All right. <laughs> Question number two. Who is more likely to be late? Three, two, one, go. Oh! So we have a lead here. The lead by the Davis. All right, all right, all right. They both taking the blame. All right. All right. Question number three. Who is more buckhead, meaning who is more bougie? Three, two, one, go. Oh. Who, is the last two questions, this is your chance to catch up. Who is more likely to get lost while driving? Three, two, one, go. This is the last one. And I mean, I guess, you know, 
If you're not from Buckhead, it's who's more bluffs. Who's more bluffs? Who knows who bluffs is? Okay. So if the cops came knocking, who is more likely to snitch? Three, two, one, turn. Yo, these two soulmates. These two soulmates. All right. But can we get some music for our ideal couple? Here? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Well, our dating couple got off to a big lead and they kept it for all two rounds. I don't think they got a single question wrong. After only eight months together, we crowned our dating contestants our ideal couple of the night. So what I said was when they get married a couple months from now, because they seem like they're on a rocket pace to get it together, me and Kadeen got to be the ring bearer and the flower girl. Listen, don't tempt me with a good time. I love a good wedding. I love an open bar and I love to get dressed up. So I will be there pitching all the flowers down the aisle. Okay. Congratulations to our ideal couple. And thank you again to our three contestant couples for being such great sports and playing with us. Yes, sir. So we're going to take a quick break and move into our live listener letters after we get to some ads, baby. This for the record. There it is. A win for the ages. Tiger Woods is one of our most awe-inspiring sports icons. And his story, it comes with many chapters. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior. But here it is. The return to glory. This is All-American. A new series from Stitcher, hosted by me, Jordan Bell. You realize Tiger Woods doesn't know who he is. Best in the history of golf. No question in my mind. And this season, with the help of journalist Albert Chen, we're asking. What if the story of Tiger Woods that the media has been telling, what if it's been completely wrong? All-American Tiger is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. All right, we're back, and it's time for my favorite listener letters. But this one was with a twist. So since we had a theater full of all y'all, we said, you know what? Let's open up the floor for live listener letters. Here we go. So... This is the part of the show where we get to speak to our audience. Mm-hmm. Listen to letters. Who has questions about life or want to ask us for our advice about your life? See, the funny thing is with the show, you can email deadassadvice at gmail.com, so things remain quite anonymous. However, at the live show, we have a mic. Live mic. Denora, wave your hands. Let them see the spotlight. So, or, do we have a spotlight? Oh, there it is. Ooh. So, don't be shy. Now's your time to come on up. Oh, uh, here we go. Okay. Brother right here. And this is great because normally the women want to come up and ask all the questions. Come on but we down. have a brother tonight. So, come on down. And we're going to see what he has to ask us. And we're going to talk him through. And see if we can give our two cents like we normally do. All right. If you, if you have a question next, you can get behind them. 
Yeah, All we right, can have somebody on deck. Don't be shy. Come on down. Good night, brother. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Doing Wonderful. Well. Look All right, at that so, shirt, though. All right. With the leopard print rock. My, my wife bought it. We, we're okay, matching. Okay, sis. Hey. Are y'all matching? She is matching. Hey. All right, now. I love a good matching couple. All right, so my wife and I have been married for four years. Uh, we have two kids, an 11-year-old and a eight-month uh, daughter. Nice. Uh, son is 11 and daughter is eight months. Mm -hmm. uh, we're both socialites, uh, both career-driven. So one of the things that we've been struggling with is trying to balance being career-driven, being parents, and also our social life. So right. how do you guys balance those things? Whew. That's something that we get a lot because I think we give the illusion a lot of the times, maybe through social media or the, the, the content that we put out that we have the scales completely balanced and everyone gets everything they need all the time. And the truth is, is that's not the case. And so I want you to know that you're not alone because right. we share in that. And I'm sure many people who are raising children, you know, who are married are looking for ways to kind of divvy things up. Um, I would tell a lot of women, especially moms particularly, or just women who are looking to have the career and the family, or they just want, you know, they want it all, um, to just know that sometimes you have to let the chips fall where they may. Um, and then just begin to pick up the pieces and prioritize after that. And just know that not everything can get everything or not everyone can get everything 100% of the time. So sometimes things may have to falter, but just know that if you can kind of prioritize and just kind of lay things out in a way that things are gonna get taken care of within your time frame, then it kind of works out in the end. People just have to kind of understand, like my husband sometimes feels, I feel badly for him because he feels like he falls to the bottom of the totem pole a lot of the times. Um, but it requires conversation sometimes and just being really allotting time for him and allotting time for the things that are necessary and important to me. So that's how I kind of try to juggle things a bit, but it's always going to be a constant juggle for sure. For me, it's um, being very deliberate. Fridays is date night. That's my wife's time. Can nobody take that time? Whether it's a booking, depending on the money, if it's a lot of money and she'd be like, we'll get paid. I'll be like, go ahead, babe, I'll be all right. Right. But Fridays... <laughs> Fridays, nothing else gets in the way of that. I call my mother-in-law, can you watch the kids? My brother, my sister, anybody, I just need help. I make sure Fridays is for her. Sundays is family time. That's my boys. So on Sundays, can't nobody get in the way of that. That's me and my boys. Monday through Thursday, that's my time. That's where I go out there and get this money. So from Monday through Thursday, she knows, my mother-in-law who live with us know, and my boys know, leave daddy alone because daddy's trying to get that time for us for the weekend, so let him do his thing during the week. If you're deliberate and you prioritize, everything else will fall in line. Absolutely. Appreciate that. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. Hi. Hello. Um, so my question is, um, I'm currently dating now, and I've never had to battle with um, dealing with, for the first time I've been dealing with being too educated. I don't know, like, as a black woman with several degrees, I feel like dating, I avoid bringing that up because I constantly, like, it's, it's a hindrance for me. And I've noticed that in dating. Like, what advice can you give? Like, I don't want to dim my light because you of should. that. And you should. And um, I just want some advice. Like, how do you navigate conversations when, you know, you're dating and they're asking, you know, are you currently school? What, you know, what do you do? And you say you have X, Y, and Z. And it's like, well, she's too educator for me like what, what advice do you give me because I'm, I'm finding that as a hindrance the first thing I'll give you as a dude is if you tell 
a young man that you're interested in, that you're educated, and he gets scared, that's the wrong man to be talking to. So that's as simple, that's as, simple as that. Like the only thing we have as black people to lean back on is our education. Majority of us do not come from generational wealth. The only way we can build it moving forward is by being educated. So if he doesn't want to educate himself or he's afraid that you're educated, you can't possibly build with him moving forward. So you say, you know what, brother? I'm out and move on. Is that simple? You know, hit him with a thank you because at least at that point, you're, you're doing yourself a favor, you're doing him right. a favor, and you know at that point it's probably not going to end up working. But also, too, what is your approach like whenever you're meeting someone for the first time? Are you someone that rattles off your degrees and then you feel like, you know, how do you think it comes up that maybe you can maybe alter that in a sense, that's, too? That's, because that's that a good be point. That's a bed. good point. That's a good point. So how do you normally approach a conversation? I never say anything. They're the ones who usually ask, and I avoid it because of what I've experienced before. It's usually like, what do you do for work? And the conversation gets to, oh, what school you went to? And then, you know, it gets into that. And you can see, like, the reluctance when I start talking about it. So I never bring it up. Well, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of transparency. Sometimes it may be difficult for a man because he may feel like if you say your degrees, that you may come with a certain amount of baggage where you feel like you're automatically better. Mm. He may feel that way. So I wouldn't go off the initial response. Continue to talk to him if you're interested and if he continues to give you that energy to bounce, but don't, don't dim it. Don't okay, dim sure. your light. Continue Absolutely to be who not. you are. And ultimately, somebody's gonna come that wants that light that you have and it's a wrap. Y'all gonna build something great and y'all gonna just be shining and doing your thing. Together. Yeah. Cause Thanks. she got a masters, I don't. I hear about it all the time. You know? <laughs> I love it though. You know, I love it. It's alright, baby. You small. Thank you. Thank you so much. Use <laughs> Hi. So hey. my question is. What's your name? Yasmin. Hi. So my question is, um, how do you go about someone saying, oh, when you're asking like, oh, what are we doing? Type question, and it's, oh, I want to go with the flow. <laughs> what? Wait a well, minute. Well, it depends on what's flowing. Like, wait a minute. Depends on what's flowing. That's, that's a fair question and it's a fair answer. Sometimes you don't know what you want. That is you got to meet people first, right? Right. However, so, when you do meet people, I would think that anyone who's out there dating, because I haven't dated in a long time, so I speak kind of hypothetically, I would think that I'm dating with some sort of intention. So not sure what my, I'm not sure what your intention is, but I know what my intention is. Right. And I think that's something that should be clearly stated in the very beginning. That should be after the first or second conversation, maybe? First or second date? Is that typically how it goes? Daters out there who, single people, how does that work? Yeah, more or less? No? So we don't have intentions when we date, we just go with the flow. Let me explain something to y'all. Let me explain something to y'all, all right? The name of the Tell show is me. called Dead Ass. All right. So I'm gonna be dead ass, all right? As a, as a brother, you don't necessarily go into every conversation knowing I'm gonna have a marriage and four kids with this woman. Sometimes, no, not that specific person, no. Some, right, sometimes, you notice I said four kids, she ain't even jump, right? But, um, that went right over my head on purpose. So, sometimes, and this is an answer for you, sometimes you really don't know. Sometimes you don't know. And sometimes it takes time to build a connection with someone. What you do is you take that answer and say, hey, I want to go with the flow. Okay, we're going to go with the flow, but you're going to set personal boundaries for yourself of what you're willing to accept and not accept. And then once you set those personal boundaries for yourself, if that person is not willing to move with the flow you're trying to flow, you move on. 
But you have to have a flow. You can't just be so rigid in the beginning on the first conversation and say, I'm going with the flow, or nah, I want kids, so. <laughs> that ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work, I'm just being honest. It ain't, it ain't gonna work, so. The, the, question, the question I have is, are you still around? We still going with the flow, or what? It's only been like six months, so. So you been going with the flow for six months? Hold on. Simmer down, simmer down. Girl, you been going with the flow. Y'all ain't judgmental. Some of y'all been going for the flow since 90s. Six months, oh my God, I would've left. Three baby he lives in another later. state. Jeez. Don't judge this young lady. Do he lives in another her. state. Like I will not allow it. What I'm saying is, in six months at least, we've been going with more than a flow. No? Well, he's he also lives out of state. So How old are you? I'm 25. I was 20. <laughs> Good evening. We was going he's with the baby. flow for eight years. That's what you call it? That's Ted Ass Podcast, everybody. I appreciate the time. Well, I'll be damned. Now I know. Going with the flow for eight years. All right, well, that's news to me. You see, I told y'all you're always constantly learning about your partner, so I learned something new tonight. All right, so what we gonna be doing for the rest of our lives is going with the flow? Why you ask this dumbass question? <laughs> A valid question. Go ahead. That's gonna be a new hashtag. When y'all see go with the flow under my pictures on Instagram now, <laughs> you know where it started. Right? I'm just out here just freestyling, going with the flow. Sorry. My words were taken out of context. <laughs> it was the network, they played that clip. I don't know what happened. <laughs> we're gonna have a great conversation when I get back. Shady boots. Shady boots, shady boots. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> listen, listen. Listen. <laughs> Tread lightly. <laughs> you ask him, right? Where are we going? Mm -hmm. How about rather than asking him, you tell him where you want to go? where you want to go. <laughs> Am I right? So where we going? So there you go. So Next going. question. <laughs> Thank you. Get this troublemaker out of here, please. <laughs> I think we have time for maybe one more. All right, let's see, sis. What's up? Hi, Kadeen. Hi. What's your you? name? Dominique. Dominique, what's yes. going on, sis? Tell Dominique, me. So, hi, DeVal. You know, I'm, I'm waiting for her to say, shut up, DeVal. I know, Wait, I just know. a moment. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't say it. But everybody kind of like... Speak segued. up to the mic, I can't hear I'm oh, sorry. Everybody kind of segued into the question. Mm -hmm. I'm a singleton. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. But the biggest thing in my last relationship was just dealing with... We were both professionals. He had a PhD. I have my DVM. Mm -hmm. All right. Wonderful. We're on our careers. We graduated in the same year. But it was just this kind of how do you not overbear the relationship? How do you keep things kind of handled? Because I'm like, you are at my level. We're both at each other's level, but he always was insecure. So as a woman in the relationship, how, or as a man, or this is gonna happen with a woman too, how do you guys maintain that balance of not making someone feel like they're less achieved than the other? It's funny, De Deval and I talk about this a lot. It's not in terms of a level of 
one having more achievements than the other. I think the things that we've struggled with more recently is like, for example, as business partners, our style of doing things, which is funny. I won't go into too much detail only because we just did a podcast like on this for about season three. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, season three is going to be out March 2nd, y'all. Yay! No, March 4th. March 4th. Yeah, I know. March 4th. Um, but there was many times that because DeVal's method and process in doing things was different than mine, he would sometimes either look down on it or he would not take me seriously in that moment. And for me, I then ended up feeling like I was inadequate or I was the lesser of the two because I was working through my own process to get things done. Now, I've dealt with procrastination a lot, and I've said that before many times. So he saw sometimes when I was really trying to get stuff done, it was just me being a procrastinator, but in turn, I was actually working through my process to get things done. I work differently. I'm a last-minute kind of person. I'll bang it out, and I'll get that A on that paper because yeah, I stayed up all night to do it. You know, people <laughs> just function and operate differently. So one yes. thing that we had to do more recently was kind of give each other space to to be able to be our own entities. And I think the lines got blurred for us a lot because being together 18 years, married almost 10, a lot of times the lines get blurred and then in turn causes a lot of resentment and tension. So that's how we've dealt with it recently is to kind of give each other space to do our own thing. And then we'll touch base when necessary because it was taking a toll on our marriage now because when I was dealing with him as a business partner, I'd be pissed at something he did then. And then it carries over to me being his wife. So at that point, don't touch me, don't kiss me, I don't want to look at you, I don't want to spend time with you because I'm still mad about what happened when we were on the clock. Mm. And then I had to learn, you know what, Deval, sometimes we have to punch out and know how to divide and separate the two. Thank you. I agree. (laughs) He gonna agree with everything I say from here on out. Because we gone with the flow. (laughs) Absolutely. Valentine's Day is Friday. (laughs) No, I agree. We put a boundary Mm -hmm. in our marriage and said, and we, we preface everything by saying this, I'm speaking as a business partner. Okay. So everything I say at this point, you know I'm talking about the business. I don't ever want to be punished as a husband for something I say as a business partner. Once you begin to separate that, you start to realize that the person that's speaking to you is speaking to you from a different, pur- a different purpose than he is as your husband or wife. So as partners, I wouldn't get so caught up in the degrees and what y'all do for your hustle, because like Kadeen said, her hustle is different than mine, but we both hustling. If y'all both hustling and working together, continue to work together. But you got to put that barrier in the middle at some point in the day and say, okay, now I'm just your lover. I'm your best friend. I'm your homie. Let's talk about something else. If you separate it, you'll be able to find that divide and communicate effectively. Yeah, but of course still offer encouragement because we all need a little encouragement, a little motivation every now and again. Yes. You know, to find a way to kind of separate the two for sure. Okay, thank you. Thank you. We got time for one more question. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, one more question. Sorry, y'all. Y'all gonna email us, deadassadvice at gmail.com and we'll get to it. Tell us who you're at the show so we know for sure that y'all were at the show. Thank y'all for coming up. Hey, you guys doing? My name is Ontario. Ontario? Yeah. Hey there. Uh, We're my fiance. We've been here for like 10 years. I got a simple question. Okay. It's like the hardest thing. When it comes to food, and you ask each other what you want to eat, and the female says, I don't know. What'd he say? When it comes to food, and you ask her what she wants to eat, and she says she don't know, you pick. And you pick something, and you like, I don't want that. <laughs> I'm going to be 100% honest. When I ask her what she want to eat, she know what she want to eat. <laughs> like she, I know it. No, she knows. No, um, about it. <laughs> I, I, listen, I, I think that give her grace. She asks you to pick. You pick something. She don't like what you pick. Give her grace to change her mind. And then once she changed her mind, say, okay, baby. 
Because I'm going to tell you right now, in marriage, sometimes there is just no fucking answer, bro. <laughs> like, I swear, there's no answer. Sometimes you just He's so serious. When his hand gets stiff like this, he's very this serious. Well, I'm telling like, the truth, bro. You're going to rack your brain trying to figure her out. Stop trying to rack your brain. Understand that y'all are very different beings. Very different. So when she start doing stuff like that, just look at her and just remember why you love her. <laughs> and go with the flow. And say, okay. Oh. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? See, we be finishing each other's sentences and all that. See what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Baby. That's it, bro. Something Crazy. simple like that, that's minor stuff. Don't need a trip on that. That was quick. We actually got time for one more. Did somebody hiding in the wings there? All right. Yes, Wait. I was. He was hiding. Yo, I wasn't letting y'all go. Shout out to Farragut, uh, Paddockett Jim. Hey! He's training the boys. My Pat boy Glex. Dolo. What? Yes, okay, Brooklyn in the house. My wife is here. She didn't even know that I was down here. I told her I was coming to get her a drink and a lie. She's right there. You left your wife? Oh, I left my wife. Top. Because I got a serious question to What's ask. What's up, wifey? This is serious. Oh, is it going to get you back home tonight or are you going to have to sleep with us? I might sleep on the couch, but it don't matter. Oh. How much sex is enough in a relationship? Listen, we got the meet and greet tickets. So if you don't want to answer it right now, make sure you answer it later. Please. And listen, right. I got another one if you want to go to another one. All right, you keep that one. No, 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 So listen. Um, <coughs> How much is enough? All right, all right. Listen. When you are a man, who is as attracted to your wife as I'm attracted to my wife. Enough, right, enough. With respect, with respect, I don't blame you, sir, all right? Enough is never enough. You see the woman that you've fallen in love with, you only get to choose one that you want to marry. You want to give her that love all the time. So to be honest, she could give it to you every day, every other day. It's never going to be enough because you're always going to want more. You're gonna want more, it's the truth, right? But here's the thing, right? And this is what I had to learn. Our bodies are made differently. Very, very differently. There are things that I'm able to do and get up for that she can't necessarily get up for every single day, right? And he's not, he has no problems getting up for anything. <laughs> so, it takes a certain level of discipline to be in a monogamous relationship and find happiness as a man. I'm telling you that. It's not, it's not easy. It's not easy. But what you got to remember is if you tell her and she works hard enough to help you as much as she can, you got to be appreciative of it because there's no other option or it's death. You see, I had to come close to my death. It, it don't matter because to be honest, there was a point where we were trying to do it every day and full transparency, her body couldn't take it. Her, her body, she physically could not take it. She was getting sick. We had to go to the doctor. There were things happening. And I was you got it like that, dog? Bro, I was putting it My on her. God. I was putting it on her. I was putting it. I don't want to be your girlfriend. I, I was putting Yo, think about it. We've been together since 18. Imagine how much testosterone she had to deal with. 18, NFL. And then how many times I had to reinvent the wheel after kids, after all those different things. Ladies out there with kids, y'all know how it goes. It's not, listen, it's not, it's, it's not easy. And, and this is the truth. There has to be a certain amount of empathy as a man for your wife 
And there has to be a certain amount of empathy as a woman for your man. If y'all can express that empathy and continue to work to make that spark happen, there's never going to be a number that I can tell you that's going to be exact. Y'all just got to continue to work because we've been together 18 years. We still have this debate. It never goes away. It never, ever goes away. We debated about this last week. Last week, bro. Last week. They get the point. All right? So just love on your wife. And I will give you this one tip. Find out ways that can make her get in the mood when she may not want to be in the mood. You know, but for us, we have these conversations and we talk about it bluntly and that's how we get through it. We're able to laugh about it now and make jokes, but the shit wasn't always funny. And it still ain't funny when we still talk about it now, so it'd be the same thing. Shit be funny to me sometimes, bro. <laughs> the shit don't be funny. As long as I get What is funny is funny. you knocking my shoes down. <clears throat> That's what's funny. <laughs> but uh, my wife love you guys. We moved out here because of y'all. Ah, uh, thank oh, you so nice. much. Wait, you moved out of here because of us? Yeah, we heard y'all was moving out here. You was joining the Tyler Perry show, so we had to come out here. So. Oh, what? damn. Oh, my goodness. We moved to See, oh, okay. that's what's up. All right. And we moved to LA. <laughs> wow. I'm like, what? Baby, we gotta buy a house in LA now. <laughs> it's all right. We might circle back. Like I said at the top of the show, we might circle oh, back down to LA. Yeah. yeah. Nah, we live in LA. Oh my God. You don't follow us. <laughs> Causing all this trouble with this sex talk. You don't even live here. I hope y'all single women jump his ass when you get outside. <laughs> nah. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for being here with us. We love y'all. Give yourselves so, a round of applause. So much. Brian Jordan Jr., please come, come on, on up, here. Brian. Come on up, Brian. Yo, give a round of applause Give for a Brian. round of applause for Brian Jordan Jr. <laughs> give a round of applause for DJ, DJ Executive. Executive. DJ Executive. Huge thank you to everyone who came out to our Atlanta show. We can't wait to be back and do it again. Let me tell y'all, it was such a good time. It was unbelievable. And we really, really love you all. Shout out ATL. Be sure to follow us on social media. That's I am DeVal. And Kadeen I am. Subscribe to Deadass on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening right now. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you rate and review us. Deadass. Deadass is a production of Stitcher. We are produced by Jackie Sojiko and Denora Pena. Our executive producer, T-Square. Our associate producers are Tribble and Kristen Torres. Our chief content officer is Chris Bannon. Our studio engineer and original music is by Brendan Burns. And last but not least, we are mixed by Andy Christens. We're back. I'm Drew McGarry. And I'm David Roth. We have a podcast going on right now as part of the Stitcher Network called Distraction. That's available everywhere you get your podcast at uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple. Go listen right now to the Distraction. Right now. It's out. Do it, please. <laughs>